This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, August 30th, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 7, verses 1 through 8, 14, 15, and 21 through 23. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today's um, epistle lesson, St. James tells us that anyone who does not bridle their tongue, that their religion is worthless. Now, the word that's used here is called religion. Is actually could also easily be translated, their worship of God is worthless. And that's a pretty harsh saying. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's kind of serious. Anybody here ride horses? Anybody here ever ridden horses? So if you ride a horse, what's a bridle? Yeah, it's a thing goes around, like leather straps go around their head and it's attached to what's called a bit that goes through their mouth so that when you uh, uh, want to control the horse, you can force the horse to go in one direction or another. Now, I've only ever been on a horse once in my life and I'd, I'd gone out to this farm and this lady said that um, she had a really nice old farm horse when she found out that I'd never been on a horse. She said, would you like to ride her? And I said, sure, that'd be really neat. So I get on this horse. So she says, now here, here's how you do this is that if you pull on the reins on the left, um, then the horse will go to the left. If you pull on the reins to the right, the horse will go to the right. And if you pull back the with both of them, then both the horse will stop. What she neglected to tell me was that the horse might have an opinion. Um, and so uh, the horse and I were having a contest of wills about who was going to be in charge. And, and eventually we got it sorted out, though, and the horse convinced me that he was in charge because he went back to the barn with me on it. So, so They're big. <laughs> um, and apparently if they, they kind of sense you're not in control, they just do whatever they want to do. They, um, this was supposed to be a gentle horse. I can't imagine what would happen if I got in a, a mean one. The, um, but the bit that's put in there is part of the bridle, and that's what, what they're talking about is to guide your words. You know, when James is talking about, when he talks about putting a bridle on your tongue, it's control it so that the words that come out of your mouth are things that you intend to say and that you should be saying. Um, because all too often it becomes easy to become gossips or to become complainers or backbiters or things. And it happens all the time. Matter of fact, we sort of made it an art in our modern society. You know, when I was a kid, my mother always said to me, um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, and so I always thought she was telling me to shut up in a nicer way than that. But, but apparently it had some meaning. And there's a lot of truth to that because people don't know that. And it also used to be a thing that if you were really mad, so before you go confront the person, you really sit down and write it out. Write out what you want to say to them. You ever hear that? You know, what they didn't realize when they made that suggestion was that someday we would have computers that once you're finished writing, you hit send. <laughs> and it goes. And now on social media, we've taken it to a, a completely new level. I mean, um, do you know what the number one problem in school, middle schools and high schools is? Any kind of bullying, really, but yes, cyberbullying, bullying in general. And isn't bullying basically people picking on people? Now, those of you who are a little older, um, did you have bullies in your school when you were in school? How many? <laughs> really? <laughs> 
I mean, we, we had three. I remember them. We all knew who they were. <laughs> and, and the teachers all knew who they were. And the principals all knew who they were. And so there was some defense because nobody really liked them. And, you know, but, you know, people would, would help you out. Nowadays, though, it's like a pack mentality. They, they you know, jump on somebody and start doing it. And we've even seen it go to the extremes where one girl was in this argument, fight that had been going on for a long time where they'd been picking her. So finally she took this group of girls she'd been fighting with who had cornered her and ran them down with her car. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> we have people committing suicide because they're being bullied at school. You know, it seems to me that somewhere somebody's mom forgot to tell them if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Because um, what they've done is they've, they've created a culture where it's actually popular to denigrate and condemn someone. It's interesting. The number one predictor of divorce, and it, it's, it's actually accurate to 90%, it's fascinating, is condescension. If, if a marriage counselor sees a couple and they act condescendingly, toward one does or the other one does or both do, the 90% chance likely that they'll be getting divorced. Because nobody likes to be looked down at. I mean, and, and you're only going to put up with that for so long, and then you can't do it anymore. But that's kind of what James is talking about here, about bridling your tongue. It's too often we're too quick to speak. And, and it's not only in the schools. It exists um, in the workplace, you know, where people are gossiping and backbiting of people. It exists. It's become an art in politics. I don't think you can get elected if you don't do it in politics. You know, nowadays, you know, we even have excuses for the politicians who do it. We say, well, all politicians do that. Well, if all politicians murdered people, would that be good? <laughs> I mean, we say, well, you can't really pay much attention. All politicians kill people. It's just kind of the way it works. I mean, what is it about, you know, running people down that somehow or other impresses us? And unfortunately, believe it or not, it even goes on in the church. And the only consolation we can take from that is that it's not a new problem to us. Apparently, James had the same problem in his church as it was going on then. But it always has the same effect which is that it renders our worship worthless. And it changes two things. One is it impacts the people that we are gossiping about or slandering in some way, but it also changes us in the way we look at things. Anybody here know any complainers? Oh, come on, you all know complainers. <laughs> it's probably your Uncle Edgar who lives in Wyoming or something. <laughs> They're not. Everybody knows somebody who complains all the time. No matter what's going on, they're complaining. They're not happy. It's not good. 